Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number six of the Auto No Better podcast this evening. I'm joined by Carl, Luke, Jay, Smarty and Gilly. How are we all, boys? Well, I'm surviving. Getting better. <laughs> we'll be alive. <laughs> now, um, normally we go straight into predictions, but we're going to fuck that off because obviously uh, we all got it wrong. So, uh, bastards. So we're <laughs> we're going to go uh, into discussing uh, very briefly, uh, I suspect, the, the scum game. Uh, Gilly, I'm going to go straight to you for this one, mate. Uh, what were your thoughts on the uh, absolute shit show that was uh, put before us? Told you about it, Feeney, didn't I? Yeah, true. Told you. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I do not think we can play against against the sides that, that are aiming towards the top. I don't think we can play Bamford up top and Rod and Raf all in the same team. I just don't. It's too attacking. We're too vulnerable. We, we, we play too naively. I don't think we can do it and get away with it. Um, I think that there was a role for Pablo in the game again. And you know there were masses amounts of space and he can exploit that. And we didn't exploit that because we didn't bring him on. We didn't use him. Um, Pervader's quick as fuck, but we'll get back and we'll, we'll, we'll track and harry. <sighs> But do you know what? When you get right down to it, they were just better than us. It fucking pains me. It really pains me to say. They were fucking better. <coughs> Tommy Nate is actually shit. He's actually <laughs> shit. It's, it's what I said to you uh, with my voice note, weren't it? I was like, he's like when you used to play as a kid. It was like the, the manager's son who always gets yeah. into the team. Yeah. Yeah. It gets man at match. 
nine times out of ten. But yeah. he's fucking, he's, he's, he's shit. He's no good. Yeah. They've got a shite defence that we didn't attack at all. Uh, the keeper's got fucking Peacock Farrell fucking wrists. Because do you know what? The three pop things down, that, the three times that, yeah, the three times the ball went in back of mm. the net, he got his hand to him. Every single one, he got his hand to him. It still went fucking in. We didn't take advantage of it. But they dominated us. It fucking, it really hurts me to say they dominated us. I, I, um, you know, we took uh, Klitsch off. We took Calvin off. Um, I think it was more to do with the, the, the bookings and the fact that we were being dominated. So it's likely that they're going to end up sliding in or whatever and, and, and getting a booking. And we need them for next games. People were talking about free here. I, I don't I don't like that because you, you, you always want to be doing what you can to go and get points. But when you get right down to it, we expected to, to take points there. We, we hope to. We ate them. But the amount that they've spent, it's, it felt to me, I said to my uncle just before the game, it, it felt to me like the Chelsea game. They've got a shit coach, but they've had massive amounts of investment piled into the squad. Can we realistically expect a result probably not not right now this 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 is we've we've all said before this season's about survival if we survive this season we grow into next season and then we can start on a bit more of an even playing field villa you know stayed up through nothing more than a technicality they deserved to go down they should have gone down and they didn't and now this season looked better with a little bit more money being invested into the first team i, I you know that's that's what we're aiming for if we if we stay up by one point fuck it we're up, and then you've got another season's worth of Premier League money coming to the side. Uh, it, it's it's difficult to stomach, and I fucking hate saying it, and I fucking hate them. But they've had the money that we haven't had, so you can't really expect any more. Sure. Do you think, sure. Gilly, uh, just to go back to your uh, point where you're saying they dominated us, do you, I, I, I feel that they only dominated us in the space in between our midfield and our defence. I don't think they dominated us in, in any other area, really, like. Rashford I think it was the taking of the chances. That's what I'm saying. It was only that space they dominated us and they were just more clinical in front of goal than we yeah. were. I yeah. don't think that they dominated us all over the park. I think we had the beating of their defence. I think even, I said it in the group, I think at 4-1 they still looked shaky at the back and they didn't trust a 4-1 scoreline yeah. against us. And yeah. if we kind you of... You hear that in Neville's that voice. Angle, he wasn't confident yeah, at 4-1. Not at all. Like And... and we were ploughing forward. Like Bamford missed a good chance. It came on his right foot rather than his left foot. And yeah. I think if it was on his left, he'd have, he'd have buried it near post rather than trying to go far with his right. But I like they they, they were better than us in areas. I don't think that they, they, they did dominate that space that I was saying. But I think we should probably take a lot of positives from it as well, in the sense that we made them uncomfortable even at four one, hmm? and, and it was it was very telling. Like. We yeah. did. I mean, it's, t- it's tough to try and take positives out of such a, it is. a, a score line. But, I mean, mm. you look at the plaudits we've had since, and there's a lot of people that have uh, attacked Bielsa and gone, well, you're just too naive for this league. I- I'm not saying that when I'm talking about naivety. But yeah. at the same time, you know, we're in a position where uh, we've got pundits and players. You know, Roy Keane, I hate him, and I hate the fact that he's coming out and talking positively about us. I don't <laughs> like the guy. I really don't. But at the yeah. same time, what he's saying is right. You know, he's saying, you know, you've got to give Leeds credit for the way that they play, the way that they fight, the way that they, they run. Um, and, you know, we, we will keep keep on attacking. They don't know when to beat. They'll keep going. Yeah. 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 Um, Luke, what was your what was your opinions on it, Paul? 
Yeah, pretty much what Gillies said, mate, to be fair. It's like, I mean, the only thing I potentially would would maybe disagree with is 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 I think the game was a lot closer than the scoreline suggested. Um, if you look at the, the, the actual stats at the end of the game, I think we had a similar amount of shots, but they had maybe 10 more on target, which is just absolutely... It's, first of all, it's concerning, but it's just berserk, and I think they just they just capitalised. I mean, the, f- for two chances to go in, in in the first three minutes or whatever it was, you're already on the back foot. You know, I mean, it's already going to be a tough game. But like you rightly say, Neville and and all the other pundits who, who were commentating on the game, uh, even at four one up at Old Trafford, they were still concerned at half time that we were going to come back. It was that type of game. Uh, enjoyed it. Enjoyed. I didn't enjoy getting hammered, and I, but I enjoyed the way we played and stuck to his guns. We didn't sit back and try and damage limitation, um, which is exactly how Bielsa's teams are always going to line up. And I'm enjoying watching us. Uh, I don't really want to praise them too much because I fucking hate them more than anything in the world. Um, so, so yeah, pretty much that's about it really from me. Uh, they're still scum cunts and I fucking hate them. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Uh, Jay, what about you, mate? What were your What were your opinions on the game? It was a very hard watch. Um, I don't know. It would just been 2 0 down after a few minutes. It's like you've waited 16 years for this fixture, you know what I mean, in the league. And we've waited a long time to go there and, uh, and dick them. But yeah, you, you, you sat there, all your excitement, everything, you know, all the build up. You, I mean, we've probably all been sort of excited all week waiting for that game. Um, and then you get there and you're three minutes in and some shit bastards put them 2-0 up and you're just thinking, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> what the fuck? But after the uh, after the shitty start, I agree with what everyone else has said about, you know, we, we still looked dangerous at 4-1. They were still worried. Um, I love the fact that the players were still running and chasing stuff at the end at 6-2 down, you know, they didn't give up. They never do. And... Um, yeah, I mean, there were there were good bits, there were bad bits, a lot of bad bits. Um, I don't know if the selection was right, but at the same time, who else do we pick? Do you know what I mean? It's like you, if you don't put yeah. Rodrigo in, then you're putting Nandes in, and he's not going to do ninety minutes in the Premier League, is he? If he does, he'll probably be injured for about three weeks after. Um, you're not going to put Tyler Roberts in there. Please God, um, <laughs> it's just you know what I mean. I don't, I don't think there are a lot of choice in the team beyond maybe having different wingers playing. I think that I think the rest of the team sort of picked itself, um, especially at the back because we we just bear, aren't we? Um, if we do stay up, hopefully Lorente will be fit and we can actually use him next season. So that'd be a bonus. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have any sort of. I don't have any more to say on it, really. It's just, I would just. I think, I think it's just gutting, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it was it's just, gutting it more was just a it. kick in the stomach, and yeah, it was very hard to take. And you, you just knew after three minutes, you thought, well, fuck this. Like, afternoon, you know, we're probably not going to win this game. I mean, there is always a thing with our team and Bielsa's style that you do, you do still have hope that stuff like four one down that we might do something, and it's been years and years since. I've watched the Leeds team where we've gone behind and I've thought anything of a defeat's coming. So to be able to uh, play what is a pretty decent side in reality um, and before one down and still think we might get something out of this, I mean, it, it does say a lot about how far we've come and how well we can play. We just didn't do it 
I think it's an harsh reality, isn't it? In it, Jay, an harsh reality and maybe a knockback down to earth as to what we need to be challenging for this year. We're not yeah, going to be challenging not going to be challenging your Man United for potentially top six Europa European football and that. We are a championship side with two or three two or three additions that potentially going to be in a releg- relegation dogfight. Um, yeah, and it. I think that's a bit of a reality, a bit of a reality check for us on uh, on Sunday. It's been a weird one though, hasn't it? Because we had a couple of shit results and we all started to get a bit pessimistic and then we had the win against Newcastle and we thought, hang on, you know, we've still still got it. Yeah. (laughs) But then, uh, you know, we got another reality check and, you know, as as others have said, as long as we stay up, I don't really care. We can hurt teams um, and it does give us a chance in any game of getting a result, I think. But there are always going to be games like that where we do just get fucked and, you know, it's something you got to take in your first season back and just hope that you win enough of those games to, to stay up. That proper fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big time. Proper fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Can um, I just point out as well, I mean, I don't even like this, but uh, Luke called and Man United then, Jay. Yeah, all right. There's no need for adding fucking salt at wound, is there? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's been no, bad didn't. enough. All right. Yeah, thanks for that. But do you know what, lads? Do you know, do you know what, lads? Before, sorry, I won't keep too long, Smarty. The one thing we were screaming out for years and years, even when we had GFH and, and Bates and everyone, was players that had played till the death for the shirt. Yeah, And this group of players will do that. And I think that's why a lot of people, even the the... the Ones that want to hate Bamford, but they can't because he's putting <laughs> he's putting it in, man. This is the thing they're, they're they're leaving everything on that field for that shirt, the the badge on the front, not the name on the back, and that's what they're doing. I think that's why it's impossible to heap too much criticism on them. We can pick and choose little bits here and there, but the, they're they're putting it in for the shirt, and that's all we've ever wanted. Like that's unless, unless it's Cooper. Um, uh, moving again. on, moving on. Um, <laughs> um, just another Marty. thing on Man United quickly. Sorry, Smarty, just really quickly. They were worried before that game, you know, Man United fans. I didn't get one text from a Man United fan. I've got a lot of mates who are Man United fans. I didn't get one fucking text throughout the game and at the Same end of the me. game. You wouldn't believe how many of them piped up, started messaging me and that fucking horrible My game. mate, he's a, he's, a, he's a scum fan and, and I was... Uh, Quick story, I was cleaning out the car because I had an MOT. We'll get into that another day. But anyway, he called me up and he was like, hey up, mate. Um, I was like, all right. He was like, yeah, uh, just checking in for a welfare check, see how you're getting on. I was like, you didn't say anything all fucking 90 minutes. <laughs> on nine o'clock and now you're piping up. Even at half time, they didn't say fuck all. I was like, yeah. Ten minutes of after the game, all started piping. I was ready to go start fucking fighting with him or me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smarty, what, go on, mate. What, what did you think of the... Uh, the game. I'm just going to uh, echo back to what Luke just said then. I think most of the abuse that I've been getting, not that it is really abuse, is uh, they're not even Man U fans. They oh, really? Each other oh, team, you know, town. Huddersfield. Chef Wednesday. Fans. And anyone, anyone, anyone and everyone. You know, it's like, you didn't even fucking support Man U. You're packing up for you fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, you, you can sit and you can try and pick apart your performance or the performance, but I just think, you know, I think it was quite evident that we didn't seem to have any spine. I don't think that we had any uh, any any grit in midfield. I don't know where where Phillips or Click were for the first two goals. I couldn't believe it. It was just, it was like we were, we were just a bull all the way around edge of, edge of pitch. I couldn't believe it. I was like, where the fucking are these guys? You know, 
they're supposed to be our first line of defence. Well, actually, Bamford's his first line of defence. But when it comes to actually defending and stopping people running forward, especially McTominay, you expect some of them at least click or, or, or Phillips to do something. And they were, not, they were nowhere near. You just trotted on straight through middle, Bosch 1-0, Bosch 2-0. It's just like, fuck me. But it's like, it's like Click said last week, I think, in an interview, you know, if, if one guy doesn't do his job right at the front, or if he's taken out of position or he does whatever, I don't know whether Solskjaer had that as a game plan to try and take uh, Phillips or Click out of the position. Assume not. Over. I don't know. <laughs> assume it was an accident. I, I assume not. I assume not. It's, it's yeah, so it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, but I just, you know, if one guy doesn't do the job, then it falls back. And I think that it left with the defence a lot to do. And, you know, as we've said in previous podcasts, I don't think that we're the best at the back. It's not, you know, it's, it's quite evident. But, but I'm not going to... I were really pissed off. I were really angry on Sunday. I don't like, for fuck's sake. But it's it's dick or be dicked. That's how we play. It's how we've always played. Um, it's a swashbuckling kind of football. And we're either going to punish teams or be punished. And it ain't until we like, like a few of you have said, until we're going to make, you know, some, some quality additions at the back. It, what we've got now, you know, I, I mean, I've given I've given Cooper some hammer over years, but he'll do for now. You know, we defend as a team and, you know, I just think going forward, it, that's it. we're going to have these sort of results. We're going, we're going to see yeah. us losing by a lot. We're going to see us win by a lot. You know, it depends at which team turns up on the day. But I'm not going to look too much into it. We're still in Premier League. We've come here to survive. We're not going to be challenging for Champions League football. And I think we should be proud that the lads, like Carl's echoed there, that they're dying for the shirt, that they're running and running and running, even into into plus bloody injury time. And and when I've when I've you know sat back and thought about it, I thought fucking hell, I'd rather take them lads than have a bunch of fucking assholes putting a, a shift in for sixty minutes and then just stepping off gas and thinking fucking hell, we've been dick fuck it. Them lads yeah, put definitely. that out on the sleeves and and and, and gave it a right good go, and, and it's something to be definitely proud of. So I can't I can't really criticise them too much. Cool. Uh, what you were saying about uh, obviously the back back four and the defence and whatnot. Um, obviously, you said Cooper will do. Is he injured? Um, is is he now out? Because uh, I mean, I haven't seen any updates. No, I haven't seen any updates. Not seen anything. No. no. If yeah. there's no, then you'd you'd assume everything's all right, wouldn't you? We'll yeah. find out Thursday. It's Friday. We'll find out Friday. Oh no, yeah. what? It'll be Thursday, won't it? We'll play Sunday, don't we? We'll so play Friday. Friday, yeah, Friday Christmas Day. Day. Christmas oh, no, Day. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking it's usually Friday, so it might be Thursday. It might do it. Oh, yeah. 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 Just want to say though, I'm glad that we didn't do a watch long this time because um, if you like get really angry and lose your shit and your missus has to turn your scrutiny stream off, it's quite embarrassing. She didn't have to turn it off. She it fucking smashed her head over it. <laughs> Let's not go allegedly. down that road now, lads. Allegedly, like a yeah. human. Well, I think I think uh, I'm in agreement with with everyone what everyone's saying as well with the game. It, it was just it was guttering more than anything. Um, guttering, guttering, gutting, same thing. <laughs> what is we, well, well, we were in the gutter. <laughs> we were in the gutter. We we were in the gutter. So it don't, it don't it don't really you know what gutter is. Really is <laughs> I do have a bit of an update though. So um, Bielsa confirmed that Lorenzo was back in training. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, but the um, the severity of Cooper's injury was still being reviewed. Lovely. Nice. Nice. 
So we get one back in and another one's gone. <laughs> we need oh, Ailing at right back. You know, I really, I really rate Dallas. I think Dallas is an excellent player. I want him on the left behind Harrison and I want Ailing at right back because Ailing's done really well to slot into the middle, but we really miss him at right back. We do. Yeah, true that. I think when um I think when Shackleton came on, he he, he almost mirrored what Ailing does with the inverted fullback. He was coming inside yeah. a lot and dribbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep. he just wasn't doing it to the effect that that Ailin does, and, and we and we miss we do we do miss him there. Uh, and we yeah. also miss we miss we miss a centre back's aerial ability, don't we as well? Yeah, uh, with, with Ailin in there. So yeah, no. Oh, we won't we won't touch on uh, set pieces because it'll just piss me off. Um, Can we talk about uh, Davis, please? Um, just for a second, Leif Davis came on, uh, played centre back. The guy must be nearly the size of a hobbit. <laughs> and if I'm being perfectly honest with you, he was one or two little bits and pieces where he kind of slipped or whatever, but he made up for it. But one or two of them balls, did you see when he bombed forward and he played it into the box? Yep. One or two of them balls, now they were fizzed into feet. And that, that... play him. Play for He's going to be classed. He's leave Davis. He's his left in, back. In like. Calvin Phillips has said the same in an interview. He said he's the one. He's the he's one that he needs. Play him. He's, he's fast as fuck as well. And yeah, there like he 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 was pinging balls into feet there when he came on. But you're right. He's five foot five. Very impressed. Is he? He's a dwarf. There you go. He can't be any worse. He can't be any worse at anything. No, he's not. He's five foot five. Eddie's in team and he's only chuffing five foot seven or eight or something. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Oh, yeah. He's not bothered about height, though, is he? I think think he'd quite happily be able to concede at every corner, but scoring every counter-attack where they don't score. Yeah. That's his style. He doesn't want big... Big heavy people in the team, your murder sackers. And like that fucking fridge at the back for them scum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he wouldn't get a game for our 20 freeze him. Smarty, we're going to come to you for the uh, poll results. And I believe uh, it is, is it okay to like Gary Neville? It is. Uh, every week we ask the Twitter listeners uh, via a poll on um, on Twitter, which will be our really? main topic of discussion. Uh, and it was for the following options this week. It was, uh, is it okay to like Gary Neville as a Leeds fan? Controversial. Um, how do we keep boiling piss even when we lose? And our season so far, and by quite a margin, it was, is it okay to like Gary Neville as a Leeds fan? So to Luke, then, start off with, is it Absolutely okay to like Gary Neville as a Leeds fan? <laughs> <laughs> End of. <laughs> Great pundit. Moving on, I, I think he speaks a lot of sense, but to like him, to hear him and Roy Keane, Blowing smoke up our asses makes me feel nothing but fucking sick. Don't get me wrong, it's good because they're talking honestly, but I cannot fucking stand either of them. Hmm. And the next Man United, the scum, we should fucking hate them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. as simple as, as far as it goes. Says the man in the red Who top. wants to fight? <laughs> yeah, no, no, simply, simply no for me. Um, but yeah, I'll let you move on because I don't really have much else to say and I don't yeah. want to give him any time either. Um... <laughs> It's a contentious one, but I, I think he's decent as a pundit. I do actually quite like listening to him. Um, like him, I wouldn't go that far, but like his pundit. I'll give you off a cup of tea or something, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. No, he needs fucking... <laughs> go on. Go have, go have another bath. Who did he play beer, for, yeah? Jay? Go on, Jay. Man U. Who? Anyway, so... I like his pundit. 
I like you know, his punditry and he talks you know, all Manu, sense. Did I'm you ever when you play really, FIFA? Did I you ever like pick Manu? So I'm ignoring you. Gillet. <laughs> so, yes, I, I respect him as a pundit. I like the fact that when he covers the scum, he tends to be harder on them than most. Um, I hate the fact that most of the media pander to them fuckers. And do you know what? I saw some it was either this morning or yesterday that were complaining about the treatment that they get from the media. What the fuck? Yeah. Fucking hell, you're joking. What the, what the I, fuck? I, I and they say Liverpool are always the fucking victims. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we're in, a, we're in a position now where you know, it's easy for them to be magnanimous after that fucking result. And I hate the fact. I, I do I rate him as a pundit. Um, I, I like the fact that he can laugh at himself. You know, Jamie Carragher said to him, um, nobody wants to grow up a Gary Neville. And he's fucking right. Nobody does want to grow up again. <laughs> could um, be worse. You could be Phil Neville. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, no, so, yeah, nobody wants to grow up again, Neville. But actually, you can see that he, he can Apart from Phil. talk quite, quite well about the game. And he doesn't pander to the scum, which I like about him. He doesn't seem to just be biased towards him. He gives him shit. Um, but... Ultimately, you know, when we've talked about Agent Moyes going in and, and, and fucking him up from the inside, we still didn't rate him because he was a scummer. Uh, we talked about Bruce. He was there years. He's a scummer. Neville, scummer. You know, we can't like him. There's a difference between recognising that he's a capable pundit. He was a capable right back, you know, for a lot of years. He was one of yeah, the best right Yeah, but he was a wanker backs. then. Absolutely. Guy manager, show. absolutely. I mean, that's funny. Um, there, there, there I mean, how long was he there? How long was he? Was it Villarreal? How long was he? No, it was Valencia. It was Valencia, Valencia yeah. was it? Fourteen games or something like that, was it? They didn't win a single. They didn't win one, 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 did they? No. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> did, did, he, did he get two he points had, or something? And he had Rodrigo in his squad as well. I know. <laughs> but I think there, there, there were a uh, there were a TV show. I think it was Jamie Redknapp. Uh, and, and somebody texted his, uh, Neville off Redknapp's phone uh, and, and said, I know you want to eat long, but can you give us some recommendations for a restaurant in Valencia? That was on the fat blood to the final whistle on Sky One. <laughs> I, oh, enjoyed, I only saw it on advert, but it, yeah. it, it looked pretty listening. funny. Uh, and but yeah, Redknapp were like, "Oh, Kinelli's actually told us some," <laughs> and they told him to fuck off. But uh, so long and the short of it is, no, I don't like him. I respect his punditry. I respect the fact that he's not biased, but I don't think we can like him as Leeds fans. I don't think it should be allowed. Correct. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. What, what Gilly said, man. I, as a human being and an ex-scummer, there's absolutely no way I could like him. But as a Football pundit, the fact that he gives man the scum the the most amount of shit on live television, um, him and Roy Keaton, that you know you kind of have to like them for the punditry, like. But I, I, you know, no, that's that's about as far as it will go. I won't, you know, sit there and go, yeah, he's he's great, like Marcus Rashford. It's Roy Keaton's funny, not. man. Like when he starts on about like not letting people get on bus and like yeah. having to go to the changing room and stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know that he's a nutter and he'd do it as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He's a loon. So I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say it's okay to like him strictly yeah. because he's he's the super scum. Like just what we're on this. Yeah, he's, he's the original scum. He's he's part of the 
class of 92. Yeah, when they got really good. Has anyone seen the yeah. picture on Twitter so... going round of him in a Leeds kit? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> what is it all about? Yeah. I don't why. I don't know. It's, it's Photoshopped today. It's because I imagine so, yeah. He keeps praising us and he keeps praising his performances. That's why it is. But uh, Sam, what's uh, what's your opinion, mate? Um, I think I agree with everyone. You can respect his punditry, but he's a scumbasser still wanking off Sir Alex Ferguson, I think. So, no, fuck off. Short and sweet, man. I like that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that. I think um, I think it's a unanimous one. That, you know, I, I respect his punditry. I think he's very good. He, the way he explains things, the way he attacks and, and 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 covers the details of things, I think that's never been done before. He's better than Carragher. I like Roy Keane's honesty, but as far as I'm concerned, they're still self entitled fucking scum bastards. And um, you know. I, I, I've I've seen it before when he said this is United and blah 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 blah. It's like fuck off, you fucking bell end, self entitled pricks. You're not that same fucking team you were when you were under Ferguson. This is completely different now. Um, so there's still that element of it. Um, so yeah, they can get fucked. But as a punditry, even both of them, um, definitely Gary Neville's got the got the edge on Roy Keane. But you know, apart from that, you fuck them. You can't like Gary Neville. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I think that obviously wraps up that little segment. Um, we're going to go to another interview with, obviously, Luke again. Uh, we've got our weekly weekly little segment with uh, LUFC Stats' Andrew Dalton. So we'll pass it to them, and we'll be back in a minute. Now, good morning, everybody. Uh, Luke here from Ought to Know Better Podcast, joined with um, Andrew Dalton, a.k.a. Stats. Stats, how are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, just about ready for... I'll say Christmas as, as best as you possibly can be. All the presents done, all the shopping done. So, yeah, uh, I'm more bothered about the game on Sunday more than anything. Yeah, yeah well, we've, we've already recorded the, 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 the main um, meat of the podcast and, and we, we, we sort of touched upon the Man United game. Um, all had strong feelings about, about it um, yeah. one, one way or another. I suppose it's a good starting point to get a bit of a bit of a, a an overview of how you felt it went I know you quite openly said on the last time we spoke it you don't like the term free hit but it pretty much the expectation was that we weren't going to get much out of the game yeah and, and I think there's got to be a realization here we're playing a team in Man United that uh, have spent an awful lot of money which is up to them. That's their prerogative. And they've got a lot of quality players, the likes of Bruno Fernandes, Anthony Martial, Marcus Rashford. They're brilliant, brilliant players. Paul Pogba, uh, another one to them, and I didn't feature too much on, on Sunday. Uh, but they're a very, very, very good side. And I don't think Solskjaer gets enough credit for the job that he's doing at Old Trafford. And unfortunately for Leeds, the game was gone within the first three minutes because uh, you can't give a side a 2-0 lead, uh, whoever you play. And yeah, great attacking style. Love Bielsa's philosophy for it. I know he's not going to change his, his style uh, for it. But yeah, you, you, there's got to be an expectation here that Leeds have just come up from the Championship. We've been out of the league for 16 years and we're not going to go to our chapter and win. And there's just no... There's no it's just not going to happen, in my opinion. Like, we're not going to go to Chelsea and we're probably not going to go to City and we didn't go to Liverpool and we played very well at Liverpool. The games that will decide where Leeds United finish this year will be the games against the likes of Burnley, West Brom, Fulham, Sheffield United. And to me, we'll win enough games. We'll finish probably where we are, 14th, 15th, 16th, and we'll build for next season. 
Yeah, and just just to touch upon, uh, you mentioned there about Bielsa's style. Um, he's been getting some great. I mean, he, he was well respected before, but the plaudits he's been yeah. getting after the game, I yeah. think, I think have upset quite a lot of fans. Not not Leeds fans, obviously, but but quite a lot of opposing fans. I'm seeing some some horrible posts from not even Man United fans, from from fans of. Of, of local Yorkshire rivals and, and people just basically saying you got beat six two how can you be how can you be giving this man the key to the city when you've been hammered by your biggest rivals six two I think there's got to be something called perspective here that the way Bielsa sets leads up is the way to attack absolutely uh, and I think it's it's a very enjoyable to watch we are going to get some hammerings unfortunately along the way. Uh, it, it's, it's just the style that we play and yeah. that's Bielsa for you and if Bielsa wants to play that way he'll play that way as I say I'm, I'm personally I think we'll be alright in the Premier League and I think we'll finish low mid-table but that's his style sometimes it works you saw the game against Newcastle when we beat them 5-2 where was all the praise for that Absolutely. compared to the, uh, the not so much praise uh, against Manchester United Man United just got better players Absolutely. that's the way yeah and we're coming up against players that have played in World Cups, European Champions Leagues. It, it is what it is, and I'm not disappointed. It's very enjoyable to watch, and we've now got an opportunity with two games on the 27th against Burnley and West Brom on the 29th to, to go and get some points on the board. And if we can do that, I think we'll be in a better position and uh, to go and attack sort of the second half of the season. Yeah, no, I think you're quite right. Um, the expectation, I mean, I think, I think, I think, don't think we did ourselves any favours by hammering Newcastle going into the Man United game in terms of the fans, because I think, I think the expectation was right. Yeah, we are Champions yeah. League contenders, you know. Um, but the realization is that the majority of that team has has been promoted from the Championship as a Championship yeah. winning side, and they're not yeah. going to go in and be uh, a team that spent nine hundred and fifty odd million in the last however right. many years. Um, right. So yeah. There's also got to be the fact, and it's a great quote that fans say, be careful what you wish for. Look at Arsenal under Arsene Wenger all those years. Look at Arsenal now. They're in an absolute state. And we're in a battle, unfortunately, because I don't know where Arsenal are going to win games of football. They've got Chelsea on on Boxing Day, which isn't easy. And then I think they go to to the Hawthorns, which is at this stage of the season, a massive six-pointer. So, Mm. yeah, look, I'm, I'm delighted. We are where we are. We're on 17 points after 14 games. You get more than a point a game, you stay in this league. And, and that's just got to be the, the realisation of where we are. We're not going to come up, Luke, and, and batter the league. It's not 1990 all of a sudden mm. again. It, it's a different kettle of fish. Football has changed so much. The money involved in the game is astronomical now. And as I said, we've got an opportunity against a tough Burnley side. I watched against Wolves uh, on Monday night. I thought they played very well. They looked uh, handed, didn't they? I think uh, that put, put, put a bit of fear into me, I think. I think the yeah, majority of fans, including yeah, myself, were expecting a result. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Sean Dyche, again, is another one that probably doesn't get enough credit for keeping Burnley in the league year in, year out with on a very small budget. Mm-hmm. So it won't be easy, but... After the Newcastle game at home, there'll be a little bit of confidence amongst the players that they can go on and get another result. Absolutely. Just while we're on that Burnley game, then uh, Andrew, if you just want to give me a quick, uh, a quick uh, summary of how you think it's going to go and a prediction of the score, please. Yeah, look, it's not going to be easy. You've got two players in Charlie Taylor and, and Chris Wood, who are excellent for Leeds. Obviously, Wood's got thirty goals in the 2016-17 season. Uh, first player to do so since Jermaine Beckford in 2009-10. The very direct to Burnley. Uh, it's not an easy game to play in. 
uh, with the way they'll put long balls forward with the likes of Ashley Barnes in there. I think Dwight McNeil might be a doubt because he obviously went off injured in, in the Wolves game. Uh, but I, I feel it's an opportunity here for Leeds to, to go and get three points. Uh, and I think they'll win this one a tight game by three goals to one. Thank you ever so much. Uh, yeah, I think relatively similarly. I think I think on my prediction, I've predicted the exact same scoreline. Uh, I think Chris Wood will come back to Hornets. I think he will get on the score sheet. Um, but yeah, the, the the directness of their play worries yes. me somewhat because we struggle against direct sides, uh, which is yeah. why I was surprised Steve Bruce didn't play Andy Carroll against us because he would have yeah, caused us an absolute nightmare, I think. I think a lot of people were because had you put lump balls up to Carroll with the way the leads are nerving around set pieces, it might have been a different different game entirely. But look, you can only play the card you dealt with, and, and Leeds uh, got the victory on uh, a week ago, and now they said they've got an opportunity to end the year in, in good heart and and go into twenty twenty one. Uh, again, with another free hit at Tottenham, which I don't think anyone expects Lee to see anything there with a no, with a lap uh, on and, and Harry Kane uh, just causing teams all sorts of problems left, right, and centre. So yeah, but it's one game at a time. Burnley on Sunday, and then a, a quick turnaround. Same for every team. Uh, we go to the Hawthorns, which really is a must-win. I don't know what Allardyce is going to do there. I think it might be one job too too far for him. But as I say, just give Lee an opportunity to get some points on the board. Yeah, smashing. A uh, couple of stats for us then and going into the game at the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, quite interesting, actually. It's only the 20th meeting at uh, Ellen Road uh, in the top flight uh, between Leeds and Burnley. Uh, the last being, I think, in 75-76, which uh, Leeds won by two goals to one. Leeds have won, I think, 10 games at home uh, in the top flight against the Clarets. Uh, the last meeting between the two sides, actually on the opening day of the 2015-16 season, uh, which Leeds took the lead through a brilliant goal from Mirko Antonucci, killed into the top corner. Sam Vokes equalised late on for Burnley. And that, that was sort of the beginning of Uwe Rossler's reign. And it just sort of set the tone for his 12 games in charge, unfortunately. And who played for Leeds up front that day and made his debut? One Chris Wood. No, so, I'm <laughs> sure... Um, look, I've got a lot of time for Chris Ward. He, he went because he wanted to go and further his career up in the Premier League, and you, you can't blame any player for doing so, for doing that at all. So, but yeah, it's an opportunity. I hate not playing on Boxing Day because Boxing Day is traditionally a football day. Yeah. And yeah, that extra day, but with all that's going on in the world, it's uh, only a small thing to deal with. Perfect. Well, once again, stats, appreciate your time. Thanks ever so much. Enjoy your Christmas Day tomorrow. Um, enjoy yourself at Ellen Road as well, you lucky bugger. Uh, on, on the 27th look forward to it yeah, and we'll catch up in uh, well probably between Christmas and the hopefully the 29th superb cheers Andrew cheers a bit mate Welcome back. Uh, thank you ever so much, Luke and, and Andrew Dalton Stats, uh, for, for obviously your insight again there. Um, okay, so moving on, uh, we're going to go straight to Gilly for our predictions for our upcoming game against Burnley. So, uh, Gilly, straight to you, Paul. Yeah, well, uh, Luke, let's start with you. Go on, what do you think? I'm uh, going to go with uh, both teams to score, obviously. Uh, I think Chris Wood will come back to Haunters. I think we'll win 3 1. 3 1, not so bad. Smarty, you're next on my screen. Who's next? Go on, what was that? Um, Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to try and play it safe, but not too safe. I'm going to say 2-1 leads. Um, I, I think you're right, Luke. I think we'll concede, and I think we'll probably score more than them, because I think, oh, I hope, we're a better team than them. So, yeah. Cal's upside down. 
You've been very conservative with your predictions so far. Would you like to know what you've gone with so far this season, Smarty? Go on. 1 0, 2 1, 1 0, 1 1, 2 1, 2 1. He's not a fan of goals, is he? I'm going fucking nail one. 17 0. To Burnley. I'm, I'm, sticking, I'm sticking with me 2 1. He's basically, yeah. basically the Michael Brown of predictions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking won. I'm, only to, I'm the only one to win one. So fuck you. All of you. Sam? If that was his. Um, Fucking hell. 4 3 leads. 4 oh, 3? Fuck me. But I think Chris, like like Luke said, I think he's gonna come back to come back to haunt us, Chris Wood. Carl? I'm uh, I'm abstaining, lads. You can put me down for whatever. <laughs> Good choice. Doing it. No, look at we'll look at the to... Irish. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they, like people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> People, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, obviously I'm going for 4-1. Um, sticking with my tradition now. Um, and Charlie Taylor to burn an effigy of Gary Monk on the pitch before kick-off. <laughs> yeah, good odds for that. And just just for uh, completeness, I'm going 4-2. Lead. Uh, I think you're right. I think Wood will probably come back and, and, and hurt us. Um, but I hope you don't hurt us too much. Um, and I, and I, yeah, I reckon we'll, we we should have the edge. I think that we we are likely, you know, God knows what those players have gone through since that scum result. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell! Christ. Sixteen hours of videos and presentations What's the first day yeah, back in. Oh, man, yeah, man, Bielsa's going to leave, and these boys are going to be qualified coaches. They'll go and do the pro <laughs> license. Yeah. Right? They'll go and do the pro license, and UEFA will be like. What's this sorcery you're you're trying to do here, lads? <laughs> and they'll be like, "Sure, this is pure normal, lads." And it'll be just ridiculous. They'll just be coaches now at the end of it. <laughs> Cody Drama's yeah. already already posed to be the fo- first team coach when Bielsa leaves, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hey, um, the um. I, I, I... Oh, oh, garlic, man. No, go on. Say to say he's the IT guys. Uh, <laughs> I think um, I think the uh, the dressing room and stuff after the uh, Man United defeat will end up being like that scene from Clockwork Orange, you know, with eyes propped up and they're all staring at a screen. <laughs> Bale's is like, watch it. <laughs> I think going back to the point about coaches, I, I, I think Dallas is uh, nailed on to be a manager in future, and I think he'll be a very yeah. successful one. Yeah, definitely. He's got the brain. He'll be, be Northern Ireland manager at some point. As Talks well. really yeah. well, doesn't he? Put money on he it. Does. Yeah. Talks yeah, he well, does. but he's got the footballing brain. You can see it in his play. He can yeah, play anywhere. That's why. You've got to have a brain if you literally play every position on the pitch. Like, yeah. out of all the players, we, we bang on about Phillips's improvement under Bielsa. But bloody hell, Stuart Dallas under Bielsa. It, he he's, could... In my opinion, he's been by far and away the most improved player. Yeah. Because yeah, he, of, he, oh yeah, never want to win that. Mr. Though. Average, he's been Mr. Average. <laughs> now he's quality. You used to be shit, but now yeah. you're all right. That's yeah. that about, isn't it? The most improved, <laughs> like fuck's sake, not again. 
I didn't say that. Like that's like the award you give the child who didn't win anything. Yeah. No, that's, that's, no, that's what I'm going to give McTominay. That's that most improved. <laughs> I can't. Ah, uh, here, lads, can we get a fucking trophy made up and sent to Old Trafford for McTominay? End of season award, most improved. <laughs> That'd be fucking price. Nominated by the Art No Better podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 you know, do, I got presented to him and fucking chin him. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> fuck it, why not? Oh, fucking hell. Right, Jesus. so I've got peoples on here. We'll be asking the rest of the uh, reprobates that we knock about with what theirs will be, and we'll capture them as well. Perfect. Down. Perfect. So now I think that moves us swiftly on to, as I say every week, my favourite topic uh, of, of the week and of the podcast because it's the best topic in podcast history. Uh, it's called the Hock Topic. Uh, basically, we go around the group and decide if we would prefer our next game's manager, our next team's like the, who were playing's manager. Uh, in this instance, it's Sean Dyche or the infamous Dave Hockaday. Uh, Jay, I'm going to go to you. Dyche or Hock? Um, well, for this one, it's uh, it's been another tough choice, you know. But I came down to uh, the conclusion that one talks shit and one talks like he's eating shit. So I'm going with <laughs> <a> Hock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Fair <laughs> Luke? Dice uh, or Hawk? I'm going to go with uh, the big stiff idiot. And uh, <laughs> I think he donated his voice to Tyson Fury, Sean Dice. Fair enough, fair enough, Carl. Can you see a similarity? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, mate, you do look a bit like Dice. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Fucking Jay looks more like him than Ginger Cunt. <laughs> nice try, but you're not getting this one off your back, mate. You're going to have to take your medicine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I like Sean Dice. stunned me. That's absolutely fucking tough. I thought you'd have to have a gravel voice <laughs> twice. <laughs> Do you mean Tyson Fury or Sean Dice? I thought you meant Tyson Fury. I don't think you look like Sean Dice. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, I'll take geez. it. Right, I'll edit in a picture of him when I do video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, take my too. face out and put Sean Dyches here. Fuck's sake. Oh, my God. Carl, Sean, <laughs> would you prefer Luke or Tuck? <laughs> <laughs> Luke or Tuck? Uh, <laughs> Can't fucking do it. Right, let's let's compose ourselves. Right, <laughs> Carl, right. Sean, Sean Dyche or the Hawk, mate. Oh, well, now to be fair, uh, does does anyone know if Sean Dyche can get free pints in the pub that's named after him in Burnley? Because that's a that's a that's a serious swing factor for me here. Like, if I can go to a pub with him and drink free beer, then I can, I can. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. Uh, it's going to have to be the Hawk. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Smarty, Sean um, Dyche or the Hawk? Well, you may or may not know this. Um, the, the, uh, our, our good friend, the Hawk, was going to take us to the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Macron shirt. I don't even remember uh, Sean Dyche saying that he was going to take Burnley to the Champions League. Uh, and anyone who thinks that Patrick Bamford's not good enough to play for their team can get in the fucking bin. So it's, uh, it's, Mr., it's Mr. Hawk for me. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Gilly, Sean Dyche or The Hawk? You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and you're no good. <laughs> <laughs> you big stupid idiot. Fuck <laughs> can fu- Nobody treats Paddy like that. He can fuck off. Get him bin. Yeah. Hawk. In the bin. Fair enough, fair enough. I, uh, I'm going to go with The Hawk. Why? Champions League football. That's why. There you right. go. Can we, can, we, can we just can we also just remember that uh, Sean Dyche played for Millwall as well and they're all a bunch of cunts as well yes yeah. <laughs> it's always good to remind the general public of shit like that chap <laughs> <laughs> public service in house yeah. I'm like bing club bong. of the year man fucking left Millwall still all right. Well, Mr. Oh, IT's oh, gone oh, again. Yeah. Uh, IT's fucked. We've just got a stroke. Get a screenshot of that. Get a screenshot of that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's have it. Oh, he's fucked oh, off. Oh, he's moved Fuck again. Off. Oh, he's got his eyes closed. That's his <laughs> let me get it, let me get it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! I fucking got it! Get up there. That's going straight. Gilly, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> I can hear everything you're saying. You see it all. There's no issue here. So, um, I think that obviously ends uh, uh, this week's episode, unless anyone else has got anything to add. Closing comments-wise, anyone apart from we all ate the scum bastards? Um, yeah, just one. Uh, thank fuck we didn't play West Brom first game after we got Sam Allardyce. You know that whole new manager buzz and all that. Well, that can get fucked. Um, and as for Sean Dyche, I hope he loses his voice in an empty stadium on the next on, 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 on the on Sunday. Fair enough. Amen to that. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Sorry, Duke, but fuck him. <laughs> So I think that obviously wraps up um, episode number six. Uh, I think everyone uh, from the Ought to Know Better podcast would like to wish everyone a, a very Merry Christmas uh, and hopefully everyone's safe uh, for obviously the, the times that, that we're going through at the moment. But uh, we should be back for uh, the game against, I can't. I don't even know who we're playing uh, after Burnley. Burnley. No, West Brom. We're playing West Brom. Yeah, good job we got Carly. West Brom then Spurs, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, we will be back for that. Um, I, I mean, when when do we play? Um, when do we play? Twenty seventh. Don't we say play, don't we play box twenty seventh and twenty ninth? Burnley on the twenty seventh, yeah. And then the twenty ninth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will probably have an episode out uh, either on the on the twenty eighth if we can all get together and 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 do that. Obviously, people have got the, their own things going on. So, like I say, uh, we wish everyone a merry Christmas uh, and obviously. Please, please do stay safe. From everyone here, um, we'll see you later and we'll see you on the next episode. Laters. See you there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Barati and Coke after match podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.